Carnival Corporation reports that it lost more than $2 billion in its latest quarter as cruise operations have been shut down by the pandemic. We at Don't Look Under the Bed are delighted to report that cruises are back, baby. And to celebrate, we bring to you this encore episode of Don't Look Under the Bed with our friend, cruise director, Stephen Schwartz. We'd also like to shout out Royal Caribbean, Explorer of the Seas, for their display of hospitality as they house rescue teams working at the collapsed Miami condo. Enjoy this episode. Hello, friends, and welcome to Don't Look Under the Bed. I'm Nikki. And I'm Robin. And today we are super excited about our special guest, Stephen Schwartz. Stephen is a cruise director. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, a cruise director. Or a major cruise line. Or a director of fun. Yes. And... (laughs) As we all know, cruising has stopped. Uh, In the interim, he's been filling his time working as a ringmaster with Majestic Circus. We're going to hear all about that. Thanks for coming in, Stephen. Oh, thank you very much, Nikki and Robin. Thanks uh, for having me. (laughs) Absolutely. So, hey, I know you got a lot to talk about, so let's get right down to it. Um, Tell us how your journey started. How, How does one get there? how does one get to being a cruise director? It's, you know, it's like a puzzle. Uh, No one really knows how to solve it. Just kind of happened for me. I'll tell you, I think it started, must've been summer of 1987. Oh my goodness. You don't even look that old. Yeah. My my mom and dad first meeting and and that's where I came from, but uh, Okay. Okay. (laughs) later down in the journey, (laughs) later down in the journey, uh, I would say I graduated high school and after high school, I was very, I've always been very outgoing. Um, I'm an only child, so I had to create my own fun, you know, yeah. be as, whether it was video games or meeting friends out, out wherever we were. Uh, then through college, started to get really involved more from not only the music I was learning, but also uh, entertainment. I really enjoyed that because that, that was a way for me to continue performing with music and to get to know people and have my personality shine as much as it possibly could. And then I got uh, interested in this thing called Dance Marathon. And that's where I got to lead and create and curate the entertainment for this 48-hour event with a bunch wow. of college kids. Okay. So it was, it was a big, it was a step into working in the real world with no pay. It was fantastic. But it was for a great cause. That's what the most important part was. After that, just kind of did a lot of part-time jobs. And I realized that wasn't, that wasn't enough. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't paying the bills enough to save and have a life. Uh, a buddy of mine at the time, he had just started working on cruise ships, would come back from his six-month uh, tours or contracts, as we call them, and would tell me, oh, man, it's so much fun. You're traveling. You get to take your days off and go to this beach, to the island. He said, you know, beer's a dollar in the crew bar at the time. Poor college kid. And I said, sign me up, right? Yes, so that, was, that, was, that was the most attractive quality at the time. So he put me in touch with somebody and I remember talking over email about it. it sounded like a, so much fun, right? Being a, an entertainment team member or fun squad member to help lead fun games and trivias and get paid to do it while being on a cruise ship and traveling. Yeah. Textbook fun. Yes. 
then uh, I, I guess I just ended up starting. I, I went for it, interviewed, got the gig, and I started February 2013 on a, a beautiful ship called the Carnival Paradise out of Tampa, Florida. And then from there, moved and just kept on going. I fell in love with it halfway through my contract, kept pursuing ways to, to grow and became assistant cruise director. Also worked on some projects uh, in, in our main office that would then be rolled out to the fleet. And then 2015, I was promoted to cruise director. And I was, I've been a cruise director ever since. That is awesome. Wow. So we got the news, I guess, last week or a couple of weeks ago that cruising is coming back in July. Are you excited mm-hmm. about that? I am excited. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, you know, things things that I wish I knew, things that I do know, things that, you know, you see everything in the news yeah. uh, between CDC, between CLIA, Cruise Line International Association, mm-hmm. so much information and so much hope. And we never know what's going to actually happen until it does happen. Right. So that's that my, my thing is right now that the, I think everyone's feeling confident a lot mm-hmm. more so than we ever have since a year and a half ago. And right. fingers crossed for smooth sailing soon. Yeah. Yeah. So what have you missed about, you know, I, I, since, I do think about this a, kind of a lot because as a cruise director, not everybody knows that, you know, it's a cruise, cruise ship. There's so much going on, mm-hmm. but a day at sea is the most insane day that you can ever imagine because you got, you got 4,500 people on board wow. roughly. Okay. And that's, that's low balling on the bigger ships, uh, all these people on board and they want to be entertained. There's nowhere for them to go. So you have the F&B department, you have the casino, you have entertainment, you have music, you have everything, housekeeping, that's got a general operation of the ship that has to run and people need to be entertained and be able to enjoy themselves. Mm-hmm. So how do you do that? Well, we plan out activities and entertainment in a, in a flow so that everyone has a chance to enjoy everything as much as possible. It's not like we have one show that only you can go see at one time at this time, but it only fits uh, 25% of the guests. We do shows multiple times. Casinos open late. Bars are everywhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and a lot of sun deck chairs so people can go lay out. But for us as entertainment and as a cruise director, we try and plan that out and we're on our feet because we got to be at this art auction and then host this show and then do X, Y, and Z all front of house as well as the announcements and we also have back of house duties that people don't see. Yeah. You know, people mm-hmm. think, oh, I saw the cruise director. He was everywhere all the time. Yeah. Well, don't forget about the time that was also spent on, you know, creating the schedules for the team and, cre- and creating the uh, rundown and, and new events that are going to come up and, and being up at 530 in the morning before we get off the ship in the morning wow. in the uh, home port. There's, there's a lot to yeah. do. It's like a massive juggling act, but it's super, super fun. But what I've missed the most has got to be hosting big stage game shows and, and events. My favorite, and if anyone has ever been on a cruise, will we'll know it, is the Love and Marriage show. Because <laughs> that's the show where I get three random couples from three different groups, a, a newlywed couple, uh, a couple that's been married, kind of a, a nice mid-range 20 to 30 years, and then the couple that's been married so long that they have forgotten how long it's been right (laughs) you get all three and and you ask them all the same questions and see if they can match with their partner Mm -hmm. and the answers that you hear are insane (laughs) and what I like is that I know that there's sometimes there's some some answers that I'm kind of setting it up 
you know, yeah, for the newlywed course. guy to realize that he will always be wrong for the rest of his life. You know, uh, whether it's a, a man and wife, wife and wife, husband and husband, we've got everyone come up there and they just kind of, we really hit the marriage issues that everybody lives through and mm-hmm. everybody experiences. Now, the best, what I love about it and miss about it is that it keeps me on my toes. Yeah. I have to be quick. I have to think. And every now and then, like I'll, I'll try out a new joke and it, it doesn't work. And if it doesn't work, I know. <laughs> Check out my book. Never say that again. Right. Wow. But then I find out new stuff that just that hits really well. So I get a chance to be an entertainer, bit of a comic, bit of a host, bit of a, a love guru or try to be and uh, just mm-hmm. have fun with it. That's that's what I miss the most. Yeah. Wow. I tell you, hearing when because I, I cruised with you. But hearing you on the announcements, I mean, that really blew me away. I'm like, it's early. Like we were up and I'm thinking they probably just went to bed. Like, you know, when, when, when the day ends for the guests, your day is probably still happening. And then to wake up and then there you are in the morning. I was like, I got to see this person. And then that's, that's what I really, (laughs) I was like, really trying to look for you. And, and, you know, every time I saw you, you were moving around, you did the, the St. Jude's um, mm-hmm. fundraiser. I'm like, this dude is everywhere. <laughs> and awesome. we, and we don't, we don't even call it sleeping. It's more of just a, like a quick eye shut or a nap. And then you sleep on your vacation. That's really what that vacation's oh, for. Wow. We just, we, it's go, go, go all the time. Yeah, it, it was cool. It was really, really a cool experience. It sounds like fun and very rewarding. Um, where do you get your oh, energy to well, stay, you know, and to stay motivated and everything? Uh, you know, my uncle's a doctor. So really any, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> anything. <laughs> no, I've, I've always been, I've, <laughs> I, need, I need that sound effect. Any time in my life, I've always been very active. I've been very energetic. I've also done a lot. So I, I, I can remember in my freshman year of college, um, if, if people when people think about college, they t- tend to talk about credit hours and how a regular class is three hours and people do 12 to 15 hours of college credit. Uh, my freshman spring semester, I was doing 21 hours of coursework and some of my courses were only counting for one hour. So as a music wow. major, it, it, was in, it was insane. So I was constantly juggling. Plus I was in a, a fraternity. Plus I was with Dance Marathon and I was practicing my music. So there was a lot going on. And I realized, okay. you know, I am a multitasker. I like doing a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I had, I had wow. to keep it going. And my energy is yet to, yet to die out. That flame is still burning. That is so awesome. Good. Wow. Very good. Yeah. Um, so what is your message... <laughs> For someone pursuing a career in cruising, they do they need to have that same level of energy? You know, if you don't have it, you you learn to harness it and find it. Mm-hmm. The other cool thing I've had a lot of people ask, um, whether it be cruisers or people that have just said, "Oh, I've I've always felt felt that was interesting. I've always wondered how does that happen." Mm-hmm. Um, and for them, I just say, you know, first you know go to school, you know, this is, it's a fun job. And for some, mm-hmm. it is a career, Yeah. Uh, but you got to look at the, at the numbers. I think it's very cool for me as a cruise director, I can look and I can say within my company, I'm one of 35 individuals that do this job. Oh, wow. Uh, with, wow. You know, 
And then okay. even if you expand that to the industry, we're talking about there's, and I don't exactly know, but let's just say a thousand. I'm one in a thousand in, in the oh, world. Okay. All right. You know, versus certain jobs, not that they're not saying in an easy set, sense, but there are a lot of people in accounting. There are a lot of people in finance. There are mm -hmm. a lot of people that are bartenders, mm -hmm. but you're going to have a huge pool and you can go anywhere and do this. This, you have to be within a, a niche uh, industry as well as a company and, and work your way up to it. Mm -hmm. So I always tell people, you know, get yourself a base of what you really enjoy. Yeah. Some people it's performing, some people it's computer-based work. I mean, we, you know, it just, whatever, whatever it is that you do have that and then continue on and, and have some fun travel. Yeah. And, and before you dive deep into uh, something that maybe you get to a point where you can't go back and, and try this mm -hmm. out. We had, we had a guy, he was a singer, fantastic singer. Um, he was a financial accountant in Australia. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> like, like to sing on the side. And so he took up dance auditioned, got a job and he was a singer for about four or five years. I worked with him a couple of times and then he met his wife. They now have a nice little baby. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. That I wow. think Jennifer Hudson started her career on a cruise ship as well. I did hear that. She's and she was a, sing a singer. American Idol, American Idol and now Oscar winner. So yeah, it, <laughs> it opens doors. Had, I got to tell you, considering with that, we have a girl following that footstep. Her name is Celeste Butler. Okay. And she is on this year's season currently of oh. American Idol. Okay. Wow. She's, she's right. from California. She's in her early 20s and yeah, she, can, she can't sing. She can sing. Oh, ah. she can sing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let me find out. All right. Let me find out. So what's well, your favorite place to go? You know. You have a favorite? I've, that's, this, is, this is one of those questions I've been asked a lot. Yeah. And it's tough. It is tough to answer because just like we do so many different jobs on board, there's different types of enjoyment for us in the port. Sure. If I'm looking to just go out there and relax and enjoy the scenery or even stay on board and enjoy the scenery, it's Half Moon Key. Okay. Yeah. It's our private island in the Bahamas. Yeah. Uh, with, within the corporation super just gorgeous and beautiful and you can't get enough of it there's even a sign that says i want to stay in this place forever or i never want to leave that people can take there and you can mm. have the beach the water and the ship all in the background now yes. as a second home a lot i can tell you a lot of crew really enjoy cozumel mexico oh okay because we're there a lot it's mm -hmm. one of our most popular ports mm -hmm. and we know every place that we can get good food, good mm -hmm. drinks. Uh, there's massages because, you know, we're on our feet all the time. And sometimes right. our lower backs are killing us. Um, there's like a, what I call a Mexican Walmart called mm -hmm. Mega. Where mm -hmm. You can go get some, some supplies. You want to go to the pool, get a pool noodle. You can do that. There's a secret crew bar. Oh. that I <laughs> never, ever tell you where it is, but all of my <laughs> crew members know exactly where it is. And it's a place for us to just kind of go and, hang out with each other and have our own pool and our own beach and our own bar. That's right. awesome. So you don't have to be on in a sense. You can, it, you can be off. in a sense, in a sense. Yeah, we, we are off. Um, but you know, it's not only that when we're on, on board, you know, we have to wear a name tag. We have to wear okay. or be in uniform, even in, in our crew areas, we have to have our name tag on. And not that that's a problem, but when we're off the ship, that's not the case. We can fully be, fully be us, meaning no name tag. Um, and also a lot of crew members like to stay in touch with their family and mm. who doesn't love good internet. If you get to a port of call and you see a bunch of 
crew members from different nationalities, whether from India or Philippines and whatever, and they're all on their phone, like that means there's killer Wi-Fi yeah. in that general <laughs> spot because they got to stay in touch. Wow. So let's fast forward a little bit, because as we know, yeah. during the pandemic, cruising, you know, it, well, not slowed down, it stopped. Uh, yeah. So, so what have you been doing? What have you been up to? Let's see. There's been a few things. I got very lucky. I had a friend of mine who used to work in, in the industry and moved on to some great opportunities for him. But he was able to come together with a few people and create this business called Majestic Circus, which is live entertainment experiences and it's hosted. So myself, along with a few other cruise directors and other entertainers of various backgrounds, we have been able to become what we call ringmasters. And people basically book the experience for an hour and I get to host, I get to pick up that you know microphone again and, and start hosting and making sure people have fun and laugh and make fun of each other and maybe gain some points, maybe lose some points. But at the end of the day, also connect each other. Yeah. I've had people that were coworkers, family, friends who haven't physically seen each other the whole year mm-hmm. or even through Zoom. So th- to be able to come together and maybe someone's in California, the other's in New York, and they have some friends in, let's say, London, they could find a common time to come together, compete, play some games, and then, you know, just kind of have some fun. And then I get to lead that fun, just like I would, like I said, Love and Marriage Show is my favorite yeah. show. Same thing here. It looks like so much fun. I watched a family one, I think on, on YouTube Yeah, and I was cracking up. It's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, why didn't I think of this? But it's, it's a (laughs) good time. Yeah. It's so much fun. I was like, it's brilliant. You know, that's when you know it's it's good because when some, when you look at something, you're like, why didn't I think of that? Mm -hmm. That's when you know it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And it makes a difference uh, when, I'm sorry, when you have, I I was on a large Zoom call meeting and we actually had a host (laughs) that did games with us. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's a cool idea. And then I saw Majestic Circus and I'm like, oh, this really is a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's insane because we've done a lot of corporate games and we've done some with, I think there was one that we did with 350 people. Oh my God. And you think- you think like, oh my goodness, everybody better have mute on, right? Because you don't want everybody talking with 350 people. But to be able to do that and bring everyone together, mm-hmm. it also brings people out of their shell. Mm-hmm. We have a game that, that's a scavenger hunt type game called Get It. And that one, we've had people come back and say, I've never seen that person run, period. Because you always, <laughs> you're used to see them in the office and they're at their desk or they walk here or they go to the copier. But then you, you're like, listen, I'll be right back. I got a sports jersey. And they take off and come back. It, it brings a whole new level of friendship and, and co-worker yeah. relationship. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's great. It's so much fun. It's There's a way another thing I've been doing actually. people and they just feel comfortable. Obviously they're sitting at home and so they can do this and interact oh, and yeah. you know, they're loose. So Exactly. That's They're awesome. in their own element. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's one other thing I've been doing, which is uh, kind of exciting. I just started. Um, I know we got, we got, you know, cruising again, fingers crossed coming back uh, very, very soon. Uh, in the meantime, I, I am working part, part time, I guess, seasonally. I'm in Houston, Texas right now, actually. Oh, and that's where we are. Yeah, I know we're close. We, we are close. 
<laughs> I'm actually I'm actually outside your window. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not that close. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, no, I'm working down in downtown in at the George R. Brown Convention Center. Okay, I and thought that looked familiar have, with the red and the. Um, and I was thinking that going. That's the I'm ship gonna, downtown. Let me, yeah. let me show you. It's exactly the first time I saw it. I said, yeah. that looks eerily like a cruise ship right mm-hmm. now. But that's, that's the yep. sidewalk. That's the main avenue. And uh, I'm working as uh, an operations manager for the Dr. Seuss experience. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Oh, that is yeah. cool. That is that cool. Yeah. And we and we have uh, so Dr. Seuss is actually partnered with Carnival as well, mm-hmm. so it's interesting oh, yeah. to be on be on board. I used to wear the hat, the vest looked like the cat in the hat, and yes. I would read stories that were interactive for families and kids. And now it's kind of coming full circle; it's coming back around. We have this full immersive experience. So, ladies, I'll tell you right now, uh, because because we're friends, because we get to do this, uh, if you. We'll talk offline and I'll be able to get you to experience the Dr. Seuss full experience here like if you it. want to come down. I'll tell you, I booked the Dr. Seuss breakfast for my mm-hmm. family. Um, well, see, it was 10 of us that went. So six of us, my, my in-laws and mm-hmm. my family, we went and it was amazing. Like, I, I don't know. I had no expectation of what it was going to be like because <laughs> at that time, my son, he, you know, loves Dr. Seuss. We got all the books, everything. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, this will be fun. Let's book it. And then, you know, my in-law said, well, we want to come too. So, all right, fine. Whole family. We walked in there, the ice sculptures, you know, the waffles with the little colored dots on them. The yeah. green. Air. I mean, ev- like you guys thought of everything. And then I have the best video of my son dancing with one of the characters Aww. during that. It was, I mean, it was like, it was an event. It really was. Yeah. It was yeah. truly, it was an event. I was and just it, blown away. And it's life-changing, especially for, for kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even, I, I will say it's not just kids, it's even adults. Because on board, I saw it happen. And even here, we've got a lot of people that are, they stop by and they say, oh, I've heard about this. I, I love Dr. Seuss. I want to go see this. But for kids, it's... You, truly truly i wouldn't say life-changing but it sticks it sticks yeah. up there because the kids they're malleable they they're impressionable and they they see this and they're able to not only just see it on the page but then to not only see the book and have their imaginations run wild but then to go and actually step foot yeah. into the immersive environment and be able to see the cat in the hat and see the lorax and and check out the oh the places you'll go balloons everywhere it's very very uh... cool I can, I, yeah, I could definitely see that. that. It's, yeah. So Schwartz, what's next for you? Next for me, the question of the decade. Uh, <laughs> I do wish I knew, um, cause you know, the, the question, I get that question a lot, especially from my parents who I love very much. <laughs> what are you doing uh, when you grow up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've learned that I can't look too far down. I do yeah. have a, I always have an idea, you know, where I want to be, do, you know, do I want kids? Do I want a house? Yeah. I took the first step and I got a car recently. Okay. Which, you know, everyone seems to think, not think, but I think in the quote unquote normal life, you know, after your teenage years, you start to get into a job and you maybe get a car for transportation. And that's, that's the hope. Um, I rented a lot of cars because my transportation was by boat for the past eight years. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> right. 
And so it's kind of exciting to own something. Mm-hmm. I own mm-hmm. a car. Okay. And I love it. So that's, that's where I'm good. at. And I'm, I'm kind of planning to see what opportunities pop up and, and, and try to try to ground myself a little bit. I'm, I'm excited, like I said, for, for cruising to come back and we're looking forward to see what, what comes oh up. Oh my God. I can't, I just can't you know, nobody, nobody can make too, too many plans. Right. Right. right exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Things got to pay the bills. So yes, exactly. Yeah. What's a question that you want to answer that we have not yet asked? You know, I wouldn't say there's a question I haven't asked, but I, we were talking earlier uh, about this for like funny stories and something just popped into my brain because it's a mixture of funny stories. Mm-hmm. And you talked about like, when does this man sleep? Right. So this was my first summer as a cruise director, summer of 2015. I was on the beautiful ship, the Carnival Pride out of Baltimore, Maryland. And that ship, we would go down the whole East Coast and go to Port Canaveral, which was our visitation place. We'd go to Nassau, Bahamas and Freeport, Bahamas. But Freeport, we got in at 7.30 in the morning. Now, I don't know about you. When I'm on vacation, the last thing I want to do is wake up at 7, 7.30 in the morning to go out somewhere because I'm, I'm yeah. sleeping because I'm not going to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, me in general, anything before eight and I'm, we don't, I mean, we'll always be friends, but you don't want to talk to me before, before eight a.m. Because (laughs) I'm I'm in prep mode and I'm like, you know, this is too early, Um, but I will never forget it. I was, we had just had a birthday party for a friend the night before. So I had a, a later night than usual. And it was, we got in early. So I got a phone call from the captain at 645. He's like, uh, Schwartz, we uh, are here in the Freeport. Uh, can you make the announcement? Like, yep, yeah, absolutely, Captain. <clears throat> so I get up and I'm trying to hold my eyes open, right? 6.45 in the morning. Get, like, wake up my voice a little bit. Seven o'clock comes around and I hit the button and he go, bing, bing, bing. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Freeport, Bahamas. It's almost uh, seven o'clock in the morning, but we got a great day. It's going to be beautiful out. I'm saying this as my eyes are closed, mind you. And there was a moment. I don't know if the moment was three seconds or, or like a full on minute, but I said something and then I took a gasp and I was still on the PA. I think oh. I fell asleep. I think I fell asleep <laughs> with the microphone on and people probably that are up are listening like, oh, it's nice in Freeport. Where'd he go? Did he? Sleep? Where'd he go? Right. <laughs> I mean, I kept, I, once I, I realized, I just kept going and said, and uh, awesome. enjoy your day. And I was it. And then I had this freak out of this could have been, this really could have been just my, me in my own head and been like five seconds, you know, like, or a hot second. It, it was probably though a minute. And I was waiting for the call from my boss being like, so what was that announcement about? But <laughs> that's, that's the craziest thing. That's one of the crazier things that I've done where it was just me. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. fun. I that like is, it. It's funny. Yeah. I can't it's, wait for y'all to get back on the water again. Cause when y'all get no. back on, that means I'm getting back on. So mm-hmm. let's, let's go. We're welcoming <laughs> you with open arms. We're going to have party, 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 yes. socially distant parties, I'm sure, but everyone's going to be having fun. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We love yeah. it. We love it. Yeah. Wow. So the ladies are, are in Houston. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love, I got to tell you, it is 
a beautiful city. Like I, I love it down here. I'm right. I'm staying on the, on the South side of the inner loop. Last summer I was up in Lake Conroe. Okay. Uh, yeah. Actually, um, I'm sure you maybe saw on the news, but there was a new Margaritaville resort yes. that opened up. Oh yeah. I it's was wildly yeah. popular. Yeah. 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 I was part of the open team there for, for recreation. Me as well as a few other cruise drivers. You're everywhere. I'm all over it. I'm everywhere. <laughs> Love it would, that. My life would be so much easier if I had a twin. I tell you, it would be that so much so easier. That is so good. Good for you. Wow. Yeah. Do they still have the houses up there around like the golf course? They used to have like those little yes. bungalows. Yeah. That's, so, that's So they have the bungalows right on the, there's the ones on the lake that are actually part of the resort and you can rent. Mm-hmm. Instead of a room, you get your own little, little mm-hmm. tiny house. They also right. have some others as you drive in. There are some smaller houses and I think they're for sale. And I was this close to trying to get one because oh. <laughs> they just need a little, a little bit of sweeping and, mm-hmm. and nails in the, on the side of the wall. And that's it. Like, that's, the perfect spot. That's awesome. And if you're in Houston, you can certainly drive down to Galveston and, you know, there's work. Jump right on. And let me tell you, when they were coming in, Vista and Breeze, me and a few friends were like, okay, so let's just take off work today and we'll, we'll just drive to Galveston. We'll just wave. We'll just see our homes. <laughs> you literally say to the ship, it's been so long. I haven't seen it's you. It's been like so long. Wow. Wow. It's, wow. It has been a long time. Yeah. It doesn't seem Traveling. like it. Yeah. 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 Good night. I know. Well, Swartz, we love, love, love your energy. And we appreciate you taking the time to visit with us today. My Enjoy pleasure, your time Robin, in Houston. And what do you have, Nikki? Yeah, no, I, I seriously thank you for accepting our invitation. And, um, you know, like I said, I just, I had to get you on. I feel like as a hospital, as a hospitalitarian. I love our, that word. That's our that made, word. You got to slow down when you say it. That's our yeah. made up little word that we borrowed from a friend. <laughs> but, um, you know, we, we, we just, you know, we all got to be there for each other. And absolutely, this is just a different time. Nobody's seen anything like this. Um, a lot has changed for a lot of people. And, you know, we like to amplify those voices in our industry, whether you're doing it on a ship or you're in a building, you know, it's all, I appreciate that. We're, we're all in it together. We're all in it absolutely. together. We absolutely yeah. are. And it's, it's one of those industries that, you know, before COVID, it was, it was difficult, yeah. um, but a lot of people stepped up to do it. And now it's, it's just throwing another curveball, another challenge, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that's the best part of other hospitalitarians. Is that right? Did I say it right? Yes. Yes. You're, you're I had, genius. I, was, I just had an out of body experience trying <laughs> to say that word. Um, the struggle but, is real. You know, that's, a, <laughs> that's the best part about us peeps is that we are able to, we say, all right, Next, next, let's go. I yeah. got you, COVID. What's the mm-hmm. next thing you got, right? Mm-hmm. Hospitality, the whole industry, I see anybody that's got hospitality experience and I know that they're going to work hard. Yeah, you're absolutely so, right. Yeah, We appreciate you and we will be in touch when we get back yes. floating. <laughs> I, yes, absolutely. And you know, before that, you make your way down to George R. Brown and we come check out Dr. Seuss a little bit. Sounds good. Definitely. All right, ladies. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Stay right. We thank you for listening to Don't Look Under the Bed. You can continue to support the show by subscribing and sharing. Hospitality 
That's our business.